Welcome listeners. This is Judy Zaccio coming to you from my very own backyard and I'm so excited to get started on this journey. I'm calling Learn, Reflect, Repeat. I have decided to jump into this amazing, interesting, crazy world of podcasting. I listen to podcasts all the time, 24-7 in my car, driving to school on my three-minute commute, uh, folding laundry, doing chores around the house, going for a walk whenever I can. I just can't get enough. And I thought, hmm, wonder how hard it could be. Why don't I give it a try? So I've decided to take a journey, a year-long journey, where I document, chronicle, reflect on my week, and hopefully make changes, uh, hold on to the things that worked, ditch the things that didn't, and repeat. Learn, reflect, repeat. That's the name of this podcast. And it's also a philosophy I hold pretty dear to my heart. So this is my very first podcast. I have completed my first week of school for the 2018 school year, and it was amazing. I love my kids. I love my colleagues. I am on kind of a high. I'm not sure how much it has to do with being named 2018 STEM Teacher of the Year for my district, but I got a feeling that played a pretty big part. First, let me give you some background information. I currently teach at uh, a school called Adventure STEM, a school of choice in the Oak Grove School District in San Jose, California. And right now I teach fifth and sixth graders. I have fifth graders for math and language arts and elective. And I have sixth graders for language arts and math. And it's varied over the years. I started out as the math teacher, uh, moved to fifth grade mostly, and then some of six. And it's changed up a little bit. But uh, before that, I was a Title I teacher in San Jose, five years at a wonderful elementary school teaching second and then fifth grade. And before that, I was a teacher at a one-school school district up in Cupertino, California. And I taught uh, kindergarten first grade, and I taught second and third grade. And before that, I started my teaching career teaching second graders on an island off the coast of Australia. It was an Aboriginal community, and that was a learning experience. Uh, So maybe you could tell, but I grew up in Australia, uh, born and raised, and I met my husband when I went to college or university in Australia, and kind of had this long-distance relationship for a few years until... I decided, well, we decided to get married, and I moved over here, and uh, the rest is kind of history. So 20 years later, here I am. Um, So what made this past week such a great first week of school? I think back, and I really do feel it has to do with being validated, Uh, Being named STEM Teacher of the Year for my district for 2018 is such an honor, and I feel very privileged to be among those who've already received this award in the past. A couple of them are my dear colleagues who I work with every day, and 
I truly never thought I would receive such an award. I just go about my day. I do my thing. I teach the kids. I love what I do. And I don't expect any recognition. I don't expect any reward. And I really, truly didn't think that my name would be the name read on the podium. My principal actually said to me, you look surprised. And I was, genuinely. I knew I was getting an award for something else. It was a county STEM teacher award that my principal said she applied for. And I sent in the uh, application and I got accepted for that. And that's happening in October. But I really didn't know it was also this. So it was a genuine surprise. Um, And it got me thinking and reflecting that when we acknowledge people, it truly does change them. I really have always thought many awards that we give, especially to students, seem a little bit um, frivolous, maybe Um, not that well thought out. Quickly write a name on a paper. Um, You're under pressure to pick that student of the month. But now that I've had the chance to receive such an award, and I'm almost 20 years into education, and I haven't received anything nearly this uh, high profile in all of my time teaching, I'm actually thinking more seriously about it and what it really means to students to receive such praise, even praise on an everyday basis. So I do think it really, really had a huge impact on how I started my week and my entire outlook for this year. So this past week, I felt really energized. We have a new assistant superintendent in our district, and he stood up at our welcome back event and talked about rebranding our district and wanting people to know what great work we have happening every single day. All of these teachers doing amazing things that people don't really know about, because really, for the most part, we're too humble to talk about it. So he's created this Twitter hashtag, Uh, advancing OGSD. And as soon as he talked about it, I thought, man, that's a great idea. We really should be promoting ourselves more and telling people all the great things we're doing. And I decided to jump back on the Twitter bandwagon. I hadn't been on for a few years, mostly because I had no storage on my phone, but I've recently gotten a new phone. So I decided it was time. And wow, I've I'm blown away. There is just so much amazing, incredible, inspiring, informational ideas out there. The amount of educators, teachers, administrators who are really innovative and forward thinking and just sharing their knowledge. It's incredible. It got me so pumped up for the first week, even the first day. I changed up what I wanted to do. I went out and bought a whole bunch of supplies from the dollar store because I decided I don't want to be boring that first day. I want to make relationships. I want to connect. I want my students to start making stuff and really having fun and enjoying themselves. And while they're doing that, I could simply go around and start chatting, start talking to them, find out who they are. And I will admit, I didn't actually get to that activity the first day. We did do some other fun stuff, or at least what I hope was fun. Um, and they seemed to enjoy it. But we did get to our maker activity at the end of the week. And they loved it. Absolutely loved it. All of my students were engaged. I really enjoyed myself going around talking to them during their creating. 
Another thing, when I reflect on this past week and I think about what made it so great and left me with such a positive feeling, was that I was prepared. I know, everybody should be prepared, right? But the past five years, I've had either first period prep or sixth period prep, which meant I had a you know, good hour at the start of the day where I could just kind of sit back and relax and make sure I was ready for that day, even if I hadn't prepped things the night before. This year, however, I have third period prep and I was really worried. I knew that I had to be ready to go the minute that first bell rang at eight o'clock. And at the end of the day, I'd have to stay and get prepared to do the same thing again the next day. I didn't have that little freedom cushion. So I was really prepared and I thought things through and I had my daily agendas and I had everything prepped and it really made a difference. I wasn't stressed and that middle of the day prep was lovely. It helped me reset between grade levels. I would have my fifth graders for a block, have that prep period, lunch, and have my sixth graders for a block. So I was pleasantly surprised with how well third period prep agreed with my style. So one last thing I can think of that um, kind of was a, a sort of a trickle or a butterfly effect that made last week so great was the a couple days before school starts, we usually have a teacher in service and then a teacher work day. And the teacher in service day, my principal had asked me to create a breakout, uh, aka escape room game for students, but for the teachers to do with uh, learning all the boring nuts and bolts things we have to remember at the start of the year, like what's the percentage of grade for homework and what's our start time and where's our yard duty and things like that. So I created this breakout and I had um, six breakouts going at once with teams of about 10 people and it was a huge success. I was very, very relieved afterwards. I was really nervous. I was wondering if it would just completely bomb, but people loved it and it felt so nice to hear all of the compliments and praise and people even days after saying, thanks for creating such a fun activity, engaging, interesting. And even more than that, what made me feel so validated was the amount of people that decided to actually take that activity, well, create their own breakout and try it with their students the very first week of school. So that was something else that left me feeling really, really good. So the last thing I'm going to say is, uh, having been so inspired this week, checking out Twitter, uh, following all of these new, well, not new educators, but new to me, I have decided to get back into the world of reading educational books. So I have two books in front of me. One is Teach Like a Pirate by Dave Burgess, which I've heard mixed reviews about. So I'm really curious to see if I will... um, how I'll feel about that book. And the other is Learner-Centered Innovation by Katie Martin. And the subtitle is Spark Curiosity, Ignite Passion, and Unleash Genius. It sounds like a really interesting read. So I'm so excited to jump back into um, being a learner myself again. I'm feeling motivated. I really hope this feeling lasts. Um, I'll check back in with you after week two. Thank you so much for listening. I have really, really enjoyed telling my story. And I uh, look forward to next week. Have a great one.